Hi, I am Lana Lynn Marino and welcome to my podcast. I'm here with another episode just to give you support in challenging times. As an intuitive therapist and energy healer, with a passion to help people find their purpose on the journey that we know as life. We are spiritual beings living the human experience, so it makes sense, right, that our journey through life is one of many, which has to be towards wellness in mind, body and spirit. All experiences, good and not so good, eventually lead us to arrive at our authentic self by way of the paths that we choose to take. Healing begins when we choose to bravely step onto a new path, when we are ready to take that next leap of faith to heal in our past. This is the journey to wellness. Today's episode, I want to, first of all, to all people of the world, of our global community that are suffering right now through the effects of war. And we know that war doesn't bring a happy ending, but what it does is it brings change. And in the midst of war, people can have different opinions, different views, different perspectives. But hopefully many people see a view that it can lead to peace. And when we think about peace within the human heart, how do we get to a place where we begin with our intention as a baby, come into the world and we believe that, we don't even believe it, we we just know it's a knowing that we exist. Our journey starts as soon as we take that first breath. When we take that first breath into the world, we don't come into the world thinking, I'm going to become a dictator, I'm going to become a pedophile, I'm going to hate people that don't share my views. We don't think or we don't behave in a way that would make us turn into something that is not valuable, valuable to our existence. It's very sad at the moment when we think about people in the Ukraine, as well as people in Russia, people in the hemisphere of Europe, um, the regions that are affected and regions that could be affected with the onslaught of this egotistical madness that is going on right now. And that's, that's what it is, it's madness. When I think about Putin, I think, I was laid in bed the other day thinking, well, you know, did his intention start out like Hitler, you know, to, he had a belief, he had a, a view that things could change, things could be different. We don't know what people, we don't know what people think or how they behave or how their behavior comes into existence by a way of power and control and a very negative core belief that started probably somewhere in the early stages of their development. We take into account our experiences, we take into account our life journey, what we've been through, someone that's controlled you, someone where, somewhere where you didn't have a voice or you weren't being heard, it starts to form the belief that um, we have to be heard, we have to be seen. It's very sad that um, the ego mind can be so destructive, but 
you know, there's not one person on this planet that is without an ego mindset at some time or other or within some part of their their existence. And I, I firmly believe this. What I see, nobody else sees, as I do, because my vision is unique. How I see anything is mine, and only mine. In that way, I am a co-creator, completing what has already begun. That comes from Gardening the Soul, a spiritual day book, Through the Seasons, by Sister Stanislas Kennedy. And she talks about what I see, nobody else sees, as I do. Because that's so true, nobody sees our pain, nobody sees our joy the way that we see it. So it makes sense that we feed into whatever we're thinking. A thought becomes an emotion. An emotion can become an action. We can lash out in anger, frustration. We can lash out in joy. We can look at that sunrise that's coming up and feel our heart opening to the joys of life. But at the same time, we can be in the darkness. We can be in a dark place where everything around us is demanding of our negative self to open up, of that part of ourself that healing hasn't reached. So it makes us believe that we are a victim to our existence. We are under attack. Our defenses are formed through guarding our wound. I'm recently involved with um, something that's happening that is is causing a little bit of disturbance within me and a little bit of conflict because on one hand I don't stand up for misogyny I don't stand up for inequality I don't stand up for bullying I don't stand up for people treating people bad I don't stand up for any of that and yet somewhere in my life when I look back I've done exactly that I have to be honest I've done exactly that but I think in my, on my personal journey, when I look back, I was very wounded. I was in, and to some degree, we're all still very wounded throughout life. I don't think we go through life without, you know, some sort of wounding that the ego makes us believe is still active, that we're still in pain. But when I look back and I think about some of the things and the turnings that I took, I have to be totally honest with myself that I didn't know better. I wasn't in awareness. And that's what um, Eckhart Tolle talks about in The Awakening Earth, whereas spiritual realization is, is about awakening, being conscious of something when you're doing something wrong or you're having bad thoughts. It's the spiritual consciousness that kicks in, the divine ego that tells us that, um, you know, there's another way. And I'm learning more and more about, you know, the, the positive ego in us that we don't really focus on and we don't think about and this was mentioned to me recently that there's a positive ego that we don't really listen to that divine ego within us when you know we want that other we want that next glass of wine or that last beer or something that we know is going to take us over the top and it's our ego that makes us believe that yeah we can manage this I can, I can take this I'll be fine but we know that when our divine ego kicks in, it's telling us, mm -mm, you know, one more glass of wine, you know that you're not going to be able to drive home tonight. 
But who do we listen to the most? I think it comes down to choice for me to choose who I listen to on a moment-to-moment basis. If I'm in the traffic, I'm in road rage around me, people are angry, people are driving fast. It can be so easy for us to really put a thumb up or put a finger up to that person and call him something, you know, you're an idiot. But, you know, they say what we see in others, we, we firstly see in ourselves. When we go into the silence of our being, the silence of our nature, and we question ourselves, and there's parts of ourselves that we don't like, parts of ourselves where we feel guilt, where we feel a presence of unnatural healing energy. We go into that place and um, we can be there and we can change in a moment. We can change course of how we think, how we behave. We're spiritual beings living human experience, so it makes sense, right, that our journey through life is one of many which has to be towards wellness in mind, body and spirit. My journey in life has led me through many different paths. I've been around lots of different people, lots of negative people, lots of people that have influenced me in a a positive way. But also I've seen things that I shouldn't have seen as a child. And it's kind of helped me in a way to become the adult that I am today. Because as children, we are, as I've always said, influenced by our, our surroundings. Our personality developed because of our surroundings and our experiences and we can either take that to to benefit us or to make us stay in fear to fight and become defensive to attack love when it comes when it shines through when someone's showing us something nice someone wants to love us in a way that we're not used to it's the easiest way to exit a relationship The hardest thing to do is to stay in love, stay with love, stay with the love that that is you. You are full of, you're a jar of love. We're full to the brim of love. And it's so hard at this, this time when we watch the news and we see people and children and people all over the world. We see tribes, we see people in politics in power attacking indigenous people attacking people that are poorer than them white supremacy black power looking down on those that are lesser even in our even in our black communities we see it where we're starting to grow a, a very strong higher middle class where we look down on people that are still in the in the midst of trying to understand life you know struggling and what do we do why do we get to a place where when we become powerful we have the we have the ability to help others what is it that separates us from that what is it that separates us from our spirit i can only say that to remain humble is to be on a continuous journey of never-ending gratitude and when we talk about gratitude it's every step of the way never forgetting where we come from we can come from a family that 
we believe we're privileged and we have entitlement. We've been taught to be selfish. We've been taught to fight for power, fight for control. Money is the God. If you don't get to a certain status, then you're not going to earn that seven-figure salary that you should be earning. You're entitled to it. We're entitled to nothing. We come with nothing and we go back to the grave with nothing. Or we go to the grave with nothing. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to believe that humbleness is so far away from the human spirit for many people. For Putin to become humble and at this point, through prayer, through prayer and through God's light, to reach him, to say, enough is enough. Enough is enough. We can go beyond, you know, we can go far beyond and detached from humbleness and love and self-love. And that that's, that's the key, self-love. If I don't love myself, if I detach from my self-love, if I become deranged in my, 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 my quest to power and control, then we lose sight. We detach from that little bit of light that is there. But we can turn back. We can become humble at any time. I'm, I'm never here to preach to people. I, I don't want people to think that... Um, I'm here to preach, but what I'm here to do is to share my podcast simply because I know when I was in crisis in March 2020, when COVID hit, and I was at my worst, and I thought I was going to die. I really thought I was going to die before there was a vaccine, before here in England, um, the NHS was overloaded. Um, I was told to stay home and to isolate. And I've talked about the dark night of the soul where I really thought I was going to die. I couldn't walk. I couldn't do anything. And I think back to that and I I think to where I am now. And I think through my podcast and through talking to to a computer, talking to the world, um, what it did to me was it helped me to really reach deep into my soul and to reevaluate myself to be grateful for actually having life and if i was going to die through covid then come into acceptance that this was it it was reliving my life through another lens looking at my life where did i go wrong what did i do right to come to terms with the fact that if i was going to live I was going to live every day as if it was my last. And I remember day after day after day sitting in front of my computer and looking out the window and no traffic, no people walking up and down, no life outside. And it brought me to a place of deep silence, a place of deep healing. Again, from the garden in the soul, 27th of February. Silence is demanding because it enables us to hear the chaos inside ourselves. As we come face to face with ourselves, we come to recognize our own frailty and our fragility. And so we are less quick to condemn others and less certain of our own convictions. I'm going to read that again. Silence is demanding 
because it enables us to hear the chaos inside ourselves. As we come face to face with ourselves, we come to recognize our own frailty and fragility, and so we are less quick to condemn others and less certain of our own convictions. Our own convictions that we we do wrong, we are not perfect. We could be a Putin, we could be any of the, the global dictators through history that have come and done exactly what is happening right now. But reaching our own convictions, coming to our own convictions, and at any given time, accepting our lower self, our dark self, our shadow self, while at the same time accepting our higher self. Life is a pure flame and we live by an invisible sun within us, by Thomas Brown. I love to think of life as a journey that we're going through together. I've been to probably in the last year, probably at least 15, 20 funerals people that I've loved, people that I've known, people that have passed through COVID, through age, um, through suicide. And one thing that I keep coming back to is death is very close to every single one of us. Death is very, very close to every single one of us. There go I all but for, there go I all but for the grace of God. So when we think about life, when we think about our journey in our state of mind that we're in, in any given moment, we can switch. We can switch in a very positive way if it's a negative thing that we're in. I want you to think at the moment, at this very moment, about anything that is troubling you, anything in your life that is bringing deep sadness, war within you. I want you to think of something that makes you smile, that makes you feel good. I want you to put those two images side by side, just for a moment. Which is the strongest? Which are you drawn to the most? Which helps you the most to come out of that resistance, holding on to something? If it's the resistance that you can't let go of, the pain or whatever it is that that is causing you an imbalance right now, then think about it again. Keep going in and keep thinking, bringing this image to life. Being with this image and only by being with trauma, anxiety, pain, sadness, only by being with it can we change it. When a mother looks at her child and she has to choose between feeding her child or feeding herself, a mother's instinct, more than, more than naturally I would imagine, would be to feed her child. She can only give to her child from, from the love of her heart and the heart at the breast. If it's a child that needs healing, a mother will walk for miles She'll drive for miles to take her child to a hospital or to a doctor or to someone that can help the child. Our natural instinct in life is to heal. Our natural instinct is to help others, is to feel others' pain. We can feel their pain. Our natural instinct is to feel. 
but we can also through feeling we can objectively come to our heart and feel the love and the healing flowing from us into that other person that child that being we can feel the love of others we can feel another's pain and that's why i remember through the trump administration feeling his pain feeling the pain of those that were surrounding themselves that were attached to his pain misery loves company as they say but we can we can feel the pain and we can gravitate towards it we can gravitate towards it and we can help to change that person's pain just by prayer just by a simple prayer i you know a, a prayer that helps the individual helps the world helps people helps the dictators and the people in power and the people that believe that they're condemned to have a nothing people that are detached from their their heart people that are detached from love we can help them just by from our heart sending them light sending light and love to sentient beings around the world those in power those that believe that they have to overcome a crisis a crisis of deep pain of losing power our negative core beliefs that are formed in usually our early stages of life negative core beliefs that are passed down from our parents how do we choose to let go how do we choose to walk away from a million dollar deal when our mind is telling us what a million dollar deal can buy for us it's not easy it's not easy and i'm not here to condemn people or to say that people shouldn't go for what they believe in that will bring them happiness because at the end of the day we all reach that point of what does happiness mean what does happiness mean to me what does happiness mean to you happiness means to me that every day i have to reach in and it it's not always easy in the pain to actually reach in to bring something out of that pain i recently walked in on a family member trying to commit suicide and that's a hard one to take it's a hard one to swallow and i'm sharing this because that image is going to stay with me for the rest of my life a family member with mental health issues that <clears throat> is in so much pain and in that moment of walking in god led me universal life i was in the flow of that life to lead me to her house to go there at that exact moment and to open the door luckily enough i had a key and to get in to to help her to be able to call the police and the ambulance who saved her and walked away with the pain of that image as i did but to change it and what i did to help me through that acute trauma was i imagined at that time in that moment that image that was imprinted on my brain that is give me sleepless nights that i've had to be waking up to i imagined um an angel between me and her 
and standing behind her was another angel. And that lifted something in me. It helped to break down and to hear that, that voice, to hear that message. It wasn't her time. It wasn't her time. Her purpose in life is to heal others. And just through that experience, to be worked on for over seven hours by, by um, surgeons and doctors to help to save her life. And for her to come out of that, and to talk to be able to talk to me to say I don't know what I was doing in that moment my pain was so deep I didn't know where else to go love overcomes darkness for anyone that's out there that has been subjected to that sort of pain to watch a loved one die or to watch a loved one on the verge of death only to come back that is a blessing that is gratitude and i have so much gratitude in my heart right now for not only for my darling family member that has come through this but for myself to believe that in a moment death was there for both of us. I saw her death as I saw and witnessed my own death before my eyes because we merged into one at that time. So it's the same when we're watching these images on the TV. We're seeing our pain in others' pain. And only we can change that for ourselves individually so that collectively we start to change things the disasters that are happening around the world, climate change, the growth of madness and insanity. And only through this can we decide in a moment through our intention to find some love in that darkness. When we see the images on the TV, on the screen, wherever you are in the world right now, you can change it just in a moment, just by focusing on your intention for what you would like to see. When you see the, the heartache and the horror of war, we can change it at a mindset. And that's what I'd like to leave you with today. <clears throat> we can change our mind at any given time. We can reach into the blessing of life. We can bless, and we can bless ourselves. We can reach into our own sadness, our own pain. We can see the light. We live in one another's company for a reason. Each one of us has unique gifts, but our gifts can be a burden if they are not shared. Our own growth and development depend partly on the contributions of others. We live better when we share in the presence and talents of others, just as others benefit from our positive involvement in their lives. We are shaped and fashioned by what we love. My name is Lana Lynn Marino and thank you for joining me today. For more information on my work as an energy healer, counsellor, holistic life coach, personal development and integral core therapist, you can visit my website, all the W's, wellnessjourneys.co.uk or you can go to my Instagram, Journeys to Wellness, Twitter, Wellness Journeys, Facebook Wellness Journeys, or you can email me, lana at wellnessjourneys.co.uk. 
remember life does not have to be perfect to be beautiful and i wish you and yours all the love in the world and whatever the day turns out for you wherever you are you can get through this lots of love and take care until the next time